Being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. And we're back for the second hour of Drive Radio. And you're listening to Dennis and Steve. Steve from Geno's. Go ahead. And, why don't you give your address and phone sure. number out? Uh, Steve with Geno's Auto Service, 303-794-6700. And our address is 3593 West Bowles in Littleton. Yeah. And how long you guys been in business? Uh, 39. 39, 39, years. Years. 39 years. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That's good for you. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. And still enjoying it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I enjoy that. Yeah. I, I enjoy fixing cars. I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy the work. Yeah. Enjoy the people. Right. Know, you know, we have a lot of good good people, good customers. Right. I've been very lucky in that aspect. Yeah. And now now we've been talking about thefts of, of vehicles and stuff, and we'll get a little bit more into it. We have two lines open, 303-477-5600. Um, let's go ahead and go to Eric from Denver. How you doing, Eric? Hey, you guys. Great show. I listen to you every week. All right. Um, hey, you guys, I have a... 1979 Pontiac Le Mans. It has a 231 V6. It has an air pump and air pollution stuff on it. And I was wanted to ask you something. Uh, is there ever a reason why I would put a vented gas cap in that car around this time of the year or any time of the year for that matter? Uh, and originally it came with a, without vented? Yeah, the yeah the original. Well, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know for sure myself. What I would do is put on the original equipment. You know, whatever. If you went to Napa, they would tell you what gas cap you had on there. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so what would the reason be why anybody would use a vented gas cap? Well, it would probably be so the 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 fuel doesn't get locked in that tank vapor lock type situation where you need to get. You know, it gets such a plug of air in there. And it was something that happened back in the day that was before my time. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I thought that that thing still had a um, a canister, a carbon canister. Carbon canister to catch yeah. all of it. And they probably yeah. weren't venting then yeah. out to the atmosphere. Yeah. But that would be the only reason is that, you know, you, you would need, it, it builds like a little pressure and kind of locks that fuel in there won't let the fuel flow from the, from the uh, tank. So by venting it, you're allowing that is air that, to escape. Is that gas cap? Behind the license plate in the back. Yes, sir. There, it yeah. oh. it's a solid can. It's a. It is not a vented. It's not a vented. No, it's not vented. It's not vented. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, the reason I was asking is like you know when it's real hot like today. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it, it's it's real hard to start. And okay. It almost it almost acts like it's vapor locked. Yeah, well, it could be because you're carbureted. Right. Yeah. And eventually, I'll get it to start, but it's actually vapor lock. 
Well, yeah, um, that's that's just by being parked. That's that's why we went to fuel injection. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, there are there are some things you can do that could help, but you could try to add on an electric fuel pump. Try yeah. To, do something with the lines as far as cooling them down. I remember, uh, remember they used to put a, they put a clothespin on them? Yeah, yeah, they put a bunch of clothespins on but, the line. And, and all you're trying to do is you're trying to Dissipate create a heat, heat. heat heat sink for the, the yeah. line. You're trying to pull some of that heat away so the fuel isn't bubbling. So the fuel's boiling when it gets to the carburetor, and yeah. that's long before you want that to happen. Also, what you should do on that is have the uh, choke checked because if the choke is too tight during the summer, it's not going to want to start. So make sure your choke yeah. isn't. On so already, you know, yeah. carburetor overhaul every once in a while on those things were not bad to do. That's why we used to rebuild them all the time, and they're pretty easy. Well, they're not easy to do, but <laughs> when you've done thousands of them, yeah. they're easy to do. Yeah. But yeah, if the gas, if the choke isn't set right, then that'll be a problem. If you don't have the right fuel pressure, like he's saying, like Steve's saying, you need a fuel. Sometimes putting a fuel pressure or fuel, fuel uh, pump pump on it will help. Pump in there. Um, little things that people used to do, like putting the clothespins on, would dissipate the heat off the steel lines and stuff like that. There's things you can do to make it work. That's just the type of car it is, and that's what we did to make it work. So, um, do you think when it's real hot, like right now, I could put a vented cap? Would that help? Or no, you don't think that would help. No, I don't think it'll help. It's not going to help the fuel from boiling. It's still going to be no. hot. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, I agree. Oh, okay. Okay, well, that sounds like a, a good idea. I probably I I got the one the replacement. They gave me the replacement one uh, that it calls for, so that's what I got on there now. Okay. Yeah, that's what I would put on there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you think maybe if I would unloosen it real quick sure. to, to to get that and then to put it back on, would that work? You or? could give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, doesn't always work, but yeah, it might help. Okay, and then I had another quick question for you. I I, uh, I don't even put I put less than a thousand miles a year on that car, and I just changed the oil. And I was wondering, do you think it's necessary to change the oil, the filter, and the uh, plugs if I only if I only drive it like maybe five or six hundred miles a year? Maybe every couple three years, something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't change it yeah. every year. Yeah. Because on an older car like that, doesn't the oil get dirtier faster because the rings are worn out more? It doesn't get dirtier. It just gets it gets moisture built up in it. So I think moisture is more your problem. Yeah, that, not driving it enough and yeah. that kind of thing. The other thing oh. too is what kind of fuel did you put in when you first? Because if you're not driving that much, your fuel's going to go bad. Yeah, fuel can go bad. So you have to put some stabilizers. It might help that too. So it's not firing off very well. Yeah, there's stabilizers. Uh, uh, actually, BG makes a couple different products for that. Yeah, I they cannot do. remember the name, but you, you can go to B, uh, BG's website and it'll have some fuel additives you might want to put in there because that's what fuels, it loses its ability to spark as well when it's getting older. I mean, it's, yeah, it loses the flashpoint. Yeah, so that, and that could be part of your problem too. Oh, because see, I put, I put maybe one or two gallons in it every week, something okay. like that. I mean, I hardly use, you know, very much gas at all. So you say there might be a problem with the gas. Sure. Well, and if you're buying the gas in the wintertime, because it has the uh, higher, uh, the um, the flash, what are we doing? Where we're doing the MTB or whatever yeah. they're calling it. When we're putting oxygenated fuels in in the wintertime, it's, that, that's even going to boil quicker and yeah. easier to, so the older cars are going to have more trouble with that. Yeah, because winter gas isn't good during the summer. Yes. Yeah. 
And then when you have a vehicle that's susceptible for that, it's really going to show up. Yeah, and then summer gas oh. isn't good for the winter because it doesn't want to. It doesn't have the additives you need to start the car. So okay, so the oil you would say maybe every two years. Now, should I change the plugs and the air filter every no. two years? Or? No, you shouldn't need to do the plugs. Not that often. Plugs, I, well, I, my only concern is if you're running it cold a lot, you might foul them out. So you may have to do it more often. But if you but drive it long, it'll clean yeah, it off. It'll clean it up a little yeah. bit. So even the plugs every couple of years then, or yeah. I would check them. Maybe yeah. pull, pull one, see what it looks like. If it looks like it's getting pretty uh, black, where you're not getting the stuff off them, because they'll they'll foul. Yeah, is what I was concerned with. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe I'm doing it too much then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably. I would say so. Yeah, because most of the time that car is parked in an underground garage. Even, is it? You know. All right. So it doesn't move very much. Yeah. Okay, you guys. Well, that answers my question. Um, uh, great show. Hey, thanks a lot. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, with that, let's go. We have two lines open, 303-477-5600. Let's go to Buck. How you doing, Buck? Oh, well, except it's a little hot out <laughs> today. So. Is it? Up in <laughs> Cheyenne? How warm is it yeah. in Cheyenne today? Uh, it's supposed to get up over 90 or so. Oh, okay. So that's pretty warm. We got a slight breeze, so it's not too bad. Uh, it, uh, after having some of the wind we've had earlier this summer, why it's a very nice day. Yeah. So, what is a slight <laughs> breeze to you guys? Water. What's a slight well, breeze to you guys? Like thirty miles an hour? Oh no, it's probably about fifteen. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. That's comfortable. Uh, I, I'm an old rancher, so uh, we had lots. Of, we used to have thirteen windmills, so I was always appreciative of sure. the breeze, especially in the summertime when it was this hot. So. Sure. Uh, uh, I got a question. Uh, I have a, an 09 Ford F-250 that uh, has got the original radiator hoses, etc. on it. I have no leaks, uh, no weather checks, no nothing. What kind of, I know the new radiator hoses and stuff are, are a lot better built than the ones back in the 60s and 70s. What kind of life can you expect out of those? I th was Napa's was was suggesting every hundred thousand, weren't they saying? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, hundred thousand every. Five I don't, I don't or know, ten but years. if it was me, because you're thinking about it, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> well, because your truck's over ten years old, you know, yeah. you start thinking about that. You know, what is it close to? I would, you know, have, have you done a thermostat ever, too? No, I've never it's, it, I've never had to replace a thermostat either. So. I would go through, do the thermostat, replace the upper and lower hose. I and don't think flush the whole cooling system out yeah. and put all brand new cooling system in. That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah, because the coolant gets kind of acidy after a while. It gets a yeah. high pH. And, and, and it's it, hard to tell on uh, hoses what's going wrong. And all of a sudden, if you're starting to think about them, um, usually that's when I say I better change them. <laughs> but I don't think that's a bad thing. Well, I've, no. I've been thinking about them for five or six years. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I I would replace them myself. Yeah, I think that's a it's a good time and it, you know okay. and do that thermostat while you're there because that thing isn't working like it is it used yeah. to. That's a good idea to do. It. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I just uh, uh, so far I've been lucky, but eventually you run out. Yeah. Yep. Found, so I appreciate your show. Right. Take care and. Uh, uh, I feel sorry for you guys that live in Colorado with uh, 
uh, what is it they used to call it, the uh, People's Republic of, of, of Older? older <laughs> not yeah. practically the People's Republic of Colorado. Yeah, unfortunately. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, John isn't here, so I probably ought not pontificate. No, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you for calling. You guys have a good day. You You too. too. Thanks. With that, let's just go ahead and take a break. We're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Services Air Conditioning Recharge Special. We're off to a very hot start to summer here in Colorado. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant, cleans it, and we put it back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. As members of Colorado Auto Care will back it up with Napa's nationwide 36,000 miles or 36 months peace of mind warranty. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick it up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Do you know what to do in a traffic stop? Kevin Flesh would like to give you a few tips to help keep you and your passengers safe. If you are being pulled over for a traffic violation, slow down and put on your hazards, find a well-lit location that is out of the lane of traffic, keep your hands on the wheel where the officer can see them, and be polite. If you feel it's necessary, record the traffic stop, and then if you need any legal help, call Kevin Flesh at Flesh Law Firm. Kevin is our legal eagle and is an expert in traffic, altercations, and accidents. So put this number into your phone, 303-806-8886. You can also find Kevin online at fleshlawfirm.com. Kevin Flesh, Flesh Law Firm, and proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Napa a Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. 
Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Arvada West Auto and Truck, we repair your car in a way that most other mechanics don't. Modern cars and trucks are controlled by complicated computers. And just like your smartphone, they need an update every once in a while. Oftentimes, other mechanics ignore the complicated problems that your car's computers can have because the tools needed can be expensive and it takes time to learn how to use them properly. At Arvada West, we spend the money on the right tools and we take the time to learn how these updates can help to improve everything about your car. That's why our experienced technicians take the extra time to include updating your car or truck's computer to make sure it's running the best it can. Come visit us at 11752 West 64th and let Arvada West update your car or truck. Call 303-422-1065 to make your computer update appointment or visit us on the web at arvadawestautoandtruck.com. And we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio. we got three lines open, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Larry would love to hear from you. Steve and I would love to hear from you. <laughs> so, nice hot day out today. You think? Yes, even hot in Wyoming, he said. Yeah, Wyoming, so. yeah. We always say, uh, I was at a gas, we have a gas station out in the end, right in our entrance to our subdivision, and we're far out, you know. Mm. It's kind of nice to have that. Yeah. But anyway, um, I was in there one day getting some gas and went in to say hi to the owner of the gas station, and we're talking, and this guy was looking around, him and his wife were looking around at houses out there, so he came in just to say hi, to meet us and stuff, and he goes, man, it's windy out here, <laughs> and it was really windy, and we both looked at each other, this is a slight breeze. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was thinking of him in Wyoming being a slight breeze, being 30 miles an hour, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, when we were talking about these cars being stolen, you know, the other expense, this guy, um, who was it that called in? Um, Tom with a stolen vehicle and had been stolen so many times. Well, the expense, too, that he's going to have is he has to get the car out of the impound lot. Yeah, so you get charged for that. Yeah. Um, Sometimes, you know, it depends on the situation. We would let it slide. Okay. But you also have the expense of your tow driver going to get the car and bring it. Yeah, there's a cost. There is a cost to everything, you know. And uh, people would get mad and they say, well, you stole our car. You know, you did this on purpose or whatever. And we're like, we didn't do anything, (laughs) you know. But But, um, anyway, so what you have to do is you can't just go. You know, I know that they're going to say people might call in and say this is wrong. But the, the state of Colorado says that, you know, if you know where their car was parked, you can go in there and tell them where it was parked and they're supposed to release it to you. Well, we didn't do that because what we tell you is you got to go to Rappo County, you got to get a release. Depends on the situation, what it was, or you got to go to Parker, you got to go to State Patrol. You got to get a release to allow you to get the car, but you better come with registration proven that you own that car and a current driver's license. Because if you don't, then how do I know it's your car? Sure. Because even like with you, 
and your wife, let's say you guys are going through a divorce and we don't know that, and we give you her car and it's registered to her, and then you go in there and you take all these files that were damaging to your thing and your take the car, she comes back, she can sue us. Sure. So there's a lot of things that go on with that and people just don't understand that. But um, a lot of this stuff, when you get your car stolen, you can get your money back from the insurance company if you have theft sure. on your policy. So, well, and and like this, you know, I, you know, it's hard to have that much coverage on an old, you know, what I remember an O two was, was an O two uh, Chevy Avalanche. Yeah, you know, so you, you can't. It's hard to afford full coverage on that. Yeah, and you need full coverage if you're stolen. Yeah, it'll cover you, for, you know, for that. So, you know, you're out. Yeah. Um, it's tough. And, and Larry came in and talked about that the the city of Denver, Denver was it Denver Denver's County. district attorney was trying to prosecute more. I, I hope that's true. Yeah, they said they just put that out yesterday that they're yeah, going to start I prosecuting. That, I mean, I don't know there are ways, you know, there's things that we can do in prevention-wise, you know, alarms and, and key passes and things like that to help. So they can't steal it. But uh, um, the other way of prevention is putting a few people in jail. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're going to, you get that person on the street, you know, like the one you're mentioning, he's taking three cars a day, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, and not it, getting prosecuted. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if he's got three, yeah. you're getting three cars a day, you know, you take him off the street, at least that's three less cars, you know, Yeah. <laughs> you do a half a dozen of those people that are taking three or four cars a day. You know, now your crime rates dropped a little bit. I wonder if it would help Tom if he just took the battery out of his car took and put battery, it in the house, yeah. take it and put it in an apartment, just take you know, the whole battery and then they know. can't. They'd have to have a battery to fit in that car. Yeah, you know. But it is. It's 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 uh, it's terrible that Take he has it. to go through that much steps. Yeah. You know. I mean, because that's looking at it. That's what I would do. Also, Pam mentioned to me. She goes, Dennis, you used to put when we when I had the business, I would put clubs on every car I had yeah. for sale. Yeah. It's putting clubs on them. Yeah, they say that's a deterrent. It yeah. it doesn't really. They can get the clubs off somehow or another. They know how to get them yeah, off. Yeah, they can get them off. It's, but but it's, it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Well, if, so if, if they come to my car and I got a club in there and I got all this other stuff and they go to your car and it doesn't, yeah. then they're going to take your car. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, if they, they go to a house that has the garage door open yeah. versus the one who has it closed. <laughs> right? Remember yeah. hearing about that a lot. And then, you know, we, we talked about this before the show started about, uh, you know, parking your car in the garage if you have a chance. Well, yeah, because Larry was saying that that John and those guys were talking last last uh, couple of weeks ago about that. That um, you know, people put all their stuff in the garage. You know, they have cars and they got them not in the garage because the garage is full of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but see, Eric, he, I think, or this he Tom, that wasn't his. He would that wasn't his. He was situation. an apartment. Yeah. Or a condo, and, and uh, so that was a little harder. And yeah. it, it, it does surprise you if they're having such a large amount in one little area like this. I'm gonna say little area, but it's. That the patrols aren't picked up and and they're not just officers aren't just driving around. I mean, if if that many are being stolen, it's got to be pretty easy pickings to arrest people, you know. But yeah, you just never know. No. But yeah. Anyway, let's go to Eric from Denver. How you doing, Eric? Good. Hey guys. Hey, uh, you're saying about ways to prevent auto theft or cut down on the number of thieves. I always remember the James Bond film uh, for your eyes only. How to stop a car thief. I don't. Oh, I gotta remember that. You gotta remember that. Yeah, Remind sorry. us. Yeah. Where the guy goes up to, uh, they're, they're trying to break into his car, and they go up and smack the glass with the uh, butt of the rifle, and the car blows up and kills the uh, oh. three. <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> yeah, that that would 
Yeah, it takes care of the car and the person, but yeah. <laughs> just the well, one less thief. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, exactly. But I mean, if we did that a few times, it might get the point across. <laughs> Absolutely, they'd definitely be nervous about trying to do that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, you know, so some of these these thieves anymore. I, I live where my neighborhood is at. We're kind of in a, like a well, it used to be a really remote part of Thornton. We were kind of really out of out of sight. And we, we used to get two to three uh, theft recoveries in our neighborhood a oh. month, um, a, long, a long time ago. So you used to dump and, the cars there. Weird. Yeah, and it was really weird in the fact that we're so far out there that they had to be using the cars for another crime mm-hmm. and then ditching it in our neighborhood and then somebody picking them up mm-hmm. because there's nothing else around us for them to easily accept. You know, and that's, yeah. you know, for them to... Yeah. And that's what I was going on at the point the other day is that, or earlier is about the, uh, uh, the, the aftermarket, after they've stolen the car, it's not just stealing the car, they're creating another crime afterwards. A yeah. robbery, a theft, uh, you know, hit and run or something. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, and that's the bad part. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and, and the, the argument on insurance that, well, if a car is an older car, and I, and I know I've heard it all the time. Well, you know, he's got a 12-year-old car or something like that. You know, why do you need full coverage? Well, I've got a, a, a seven-year-old pickup with 150-some thousand miles on it, but I still have full coverage on it because, number one, it's it's still mechanically sound. It's still in, in very good condition. And, uh, you know, honestly, in this day and age, if I were to, if somebody were to hit me or, you know, if, oh, if somebody were to hit me, it's uninsured or something, I may not be able to easily replace it without having the insurance there to help me. Absolutely. You know, and when you mention when you mentioned that's that a good someone might not have insurance to cover you if they hit you, that's why I have insurance. Because I'm worried about the right. guy that doesn't have insurance hitting me. To be honest with well, you. And, and here's an aside that a lot of people probably don't realize or know. The ride share industry is still very large and there are most rideshare drivers are carrying the very bare minimum coverage that they can get away with and at one time there was a market where people were creating fake insurance cards selling them to rideshare drivers and it was just enough that it would pass you know if you got pulled over oh i see show the cop the insurance you know you could show the cop the insurance card or you have to submit proof that you have insurance to the rideshare company. So you take a picture of the fake card and send it, and, and that was good enough. But some of these guys may not actually have insurance. Sure. Well, yeah, because, you know, to be honest with you, a lot of times people will will just have the insurance and it'll be canceled, but you don't know that by looking at the insurance card because sure. it says it's good till for six months. It might say, like, I see. you know, mine, my, like mine says it's it. good from May to, to November, I sure. believe it is. And then you look at it, okay, yeah, but I could have canceled my insurance. And the police officer are not going to know that. I still have my little sheet. Yeah. Yeah. And and I hate to admit it, when I was uh, broke 20-something, you know, I did that a couple times where I, you know, I got a ticket, didn't have insurance. And the cop's like, well, if you show the judge proof of insurance, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I went out, bought an insurance policy, went to court. Canceled it the next day because you couldn't afford it. Got, yeah, and they refunded. Yeah, and they refunded me the difference. Yeah, you, you know. 
Yeah. Because you, you, you know, it used to be, I think you had to buy the first three months yes. of insurance. So you pay for that first three months, cancel it after 15 days, and they'll refund you the difference. Yeah. There you go. And, and unfortunately, this is why at the state level, we should, they, they this, you know, insurance should be reported to the state so that, hey, yes. if you do that, the state can come back and say, uh, no, sorry, your insurance is expired. Yeah, you know, or, or you canceled. You canceled, yeah. Yeah, they should they they should be able to tie that together. I don't know how in this day and age of technology that we can't. I would like to know if because I because it, it's I, I thought that at one time they talked about doing something like that. It was considered discriminatory. Oh really? Who knows? But you know, you know there was uh, it's like the argument they say about you know like one of the arguments with gun control lately is well gun owners should be forced to buy insurance, and I'm like yeah because that works so well for automotive drivers right and. Mm. The insurance industry actually has data that shows that, like, 28% of all motorists are uninsured. Really? Yeah, I believe that. So, you know, what, what difference does it make? Because yeah, owning the tow company, we found out, we, we always tell people, you got to bring in um, a copy of the registration or title that you own the vehicle, that you're the owner, your driver's license, and copy of insurance. Okay, and you better have a credit card that matches your name because if you don't, we're not letting you take it because a lot of times they'd come in and they'd go, well, this is my uncle's credit card. He's letting me use it for this. And then you'd run it and then they'd say, well, it was stolen. Yeah. The, the uncle would call in yeah. and say, well, no, that was a stolen card. Well, this was your nephew and you're standing right there with him. <laughs> but so then we said, okay, well, fine. We won't allow that to happen no more. So we wouldn't take a credit card unless it matched. And we always took a copy of everything. Sure. sure. You know, because... You yeah, had to prove to the insurance. You had to prove to the credit card more than you did the insurance company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember so. a number of years ago, my father. Thank you. Uh, a number of years ago, my dad's uh, pickup got rear-ended in a really bad crash on I-25, and uh, he was actually on his way to the hospital, and his caregiver was driving his car at the time of the accident, and the tow company that towed it uh, the next day, when I went over to get all of his stuff out of there. I called ahead of time, and I says, what do you need? Well, we need this, this, and this. And I'm like, okay, well, the registered owner is actually in the hospital. And she, the girl came back, she said, can you give us a signed statement from him attesting that you're coming to get his stuff, as well as his driver's license and, you know, all this other stuff. And I said, sure. You know, we had all that stuff. And, you know, and I don't, I don't blame you guys for doing this. You know, for going those extra steps, because yeah, it protects your interest as well. Right. Yep. So, well, thanks, Eric. Appreciate Thank the call. Sure. Thank you, guys. You bet. With that, Kay, hold on. Uh, we're going to go to a break right now. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie Distributing, your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. Well, it's finally here, the heat. As temperatures heat up, we ask more and more from our cars. Sitting in traffic, running the air conditioner, and keeping the engine cool can really take its toll in the heat of the summer. As the coolant in your car ages, it begins to lose its reserve alkalinity and can become corrosive, causing significant damage to engine components. Additionally, as the coolant breaks down, it will begin to foam. That foam causes the coolant to have a decreased ability to transfer heat from the engine. 
and as engine temperatures increase, vehicle performance decreases. A loss of fuel economy and inadequate climate control functions can quickly become an unpleasant reality. So, what should you do? We recommend that you check the coolant in your vehicle every year for freeze protection and pH level. It is important to replace the coolant in your vehicle prior to the point of failure. Most repair shops will have sophisticated equipment that will introduce a cleaner to the cooling system to remove harmful deposits and infuse new coolant to protect your engine. Make sure your new coolant contains the BG Supercool cooling system conditioner to maximize the life and protection of the new coolant and help your car stay healthy and cool in those hot dog days of summer. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie. We'll talk to you again next week. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio Greg at Ranch Fresh Meats has vetted out the best quality meats in the marketplace sourced from family farms, ranches, and small USDA meat plants that he knows personally. So whether you want Mary's Air Chilled Chicken, Tim Beeler's Duroc Pork, Morgan Ranch Wagyu Beef, Local Angus Beef or Bison, go to RanchFreshMeats.com and see the amazing selections of items Greg has compiled from all small plants, farms, and family ranches that hold to the highest standards of animal welfare and meat quality. And Greg finds deals on items every week that his suppliers need to move. So sign up for the weekly sale email list and enter a chance to win a free case of Tim Beeler's Duroc non-GMO bacon. Use Rush, R-U-S-H, at checkout to get 10% off of your first order at ranchfreshmeats.com. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. 
But you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560, 303-477-5600. It's the number, and we're going to go right to the phones with Kay from Boulder. How you doing, Kay? All right, how about you guys? Good, thank you for holding over the break. No problem at all. Um, Okay, so we all know how paranoid John Rush is about his vehicles. They always look like they come off of of brand new, right? Right. And I listen to drive radio, so I've heard him before. Well, let's just put it this way. Since I came back um, from overseas, I uh, I got a, a, what is this, Subaru Forester, right? Well, uh, I got the grandkids, so now I've got all kinds of stuff all over it. I would not even drive by John in one of his vehicles. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. First of all, yeah, he wouldn't take any more calls from me or texts, and then he would probably try to run me off the road. It's that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my brother-in-law is more of the – I mean, my son-in-law, God love him. Uh, my son's law is more in vain like um, John is. You know, don't touch his truck. Uh, I would never borrow his power tools, his car, nada. So anyway, we were talking about it, several of us, and I said, yeah, I don't think they're going to um, steal my car. And he said, oh, no, if they did, they'd bring it back and want you to pay for the return. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now, that's funny. <laughs> Yes, so it anyway, is. A little bit of comic relief there. Absolutely. Right, oh, yeah. Do you guys, um, I heard on John's show one time, uh, what is the man cave? Is oh, that yes. where they fix your car? Okay. I'm going to have to take it there because God knows I'm not get this taken out. All right. Well, thank you and keep sure. up the good work, guys. Thank right. you. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Yeah, she's right. John's cards are pretty pretty clean pretty clean yeah he takes takes care care of of his stuff yeah he loves vehicles i tell you he has a lot of them too so we have three lines open 303-477-5600 give us a call we'd appreciate it um keep us busy we got larry behind the glass and yes so back to the car theft stuff yeah you had something no well just it's just bothering me that there's so many a day yeah. And uh, you know, Larry is also mentioning that they're stealing gas, too. Yeah. And well, you had gas stolen at yeah, your place. Yeah, I've had some people poke holes in the bottom of yeah. tanks. And 
and things. And that's that's terrible because then you got to take that tank and replace that tank. Yeah, they have to place the tank. Yeah, because um, some uh, tanks are plastic too. There's no fixing. Yeah, those them. are even easier to poke a hole in. And you don't really want to weld on a gas tank. No, no you can. But they don't. They don't do much of that anymore. No, they don't. Since the radiator shops have gone away, those are the guys we always went to for the yeah. welding. Yes. But that was a dangerous thing. Yes, that it was. was. Very, very dangerous. I remember those days. Yeah. Um, and there were there were things that happened in those gas tanks that were good, but it it it, it is a a, a a thing. And you know now people can't replace that car. So we were talking about the insurances, and I think you know calling you know having a full coverage. You know, or a higher coverage, so you can because can you afford to replace that car? That's the thing. Yeah, that's why you would buy the higher insurance. Well, that's why I have insurance because I'm the other people. Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, you know. Yeah, and uh, it just it's tr- makes it's you nervous. Trouble. It's trouble. Yeah, so. it and um, you know it's sad because you you know the expense that you have to pay for all this because of them stealing your car and you have to pay the insurance to get it you know you have to have insurance <laughs> on your car for one then you got to pay to get it out and then you got to get reimbursed from the insurance company hopefully then you got to send it in you know my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law pam's brother they went during christmas time they went um we had a christmas eve thing and the next day they took their car they went downtown to spend the night with their oh, daughter sh- sure sure that are off of santa fe and i-25 Okay. Back in that area. Sure, sure. And they were sleeping, and they heard a noise. She looked out the window at 2 o'clock in the morning, and her truck's driving away. Really? Oh, yeah. It was a F-250 that they stole. They got it back, but it was all damaged. Like he said, they just moved in it. They had clothes and everything. They moved in with everything. So hmm. let's go ahead and go to Sam from uh, Centennial. How you doing, Sam? Good afternoon, gentlemen. You guys are doing an admirable job for replacements for John. Oh, Thank thanks. I <laughs> love it. Uh, got an old uh, 2002 Ford Mercury Grand Marquis LS uh, premium that I purchased just oh, before the rate of uh, the cost skyrocketed. Uh, would it be advantageous for performance to get a couple headers in there? Uh, it's got low mileage, not a problem in it at all uh, with the car, but figured i'd like a little beefier sound for that okay. 4.6 ford motor v8 well you can get a beefier sound by just changing the muffler i was gonna say yeah, from yeah. the cat back do a yeah. cat back kind of a thing yeah do it sure uh, that'd be a lot cheaper pretty, a lot cheaper but i'm i'm it's it's a keeper uh cool is it something that would be too extensive for uh, the tight fitting two header uh, replace or couple headers uh, two muffler setup with the two cat- catalytic converters. Yeah, but when you start getting into that, then you got to make sure they have the O2 sensors and everything else in there. Yeah. And I that can't remember where okay. they're located. And that changes up. Yeah. Okay. Um, another question on that car. Uh, the manual says 87 octane is is uh, preferred. Is that something that needs to be done on a every tank basis? or? Well, I think it could... W- 87 that's pretty low is it oh it, it uh the manual says 87 i've i've been doing that not the 85 octane but okay i bet you if you did I? the 85 you wouldn't notice it okay and it, it's it's a second car it doesn't get much mileage and i appreciate the call beforehand about the, the gentleman's truck that sits a while uh i do all that stuff because john absolutely talks about that extensively so yeah. uh the gas but, and everything but 
I would yep. try the 85 for a while and see how it does because at this altitude it might be okay. Be okay, and yeah. and if not, I you know hopefully get back drops a little bit and I can get back to the 87. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that that does that does mean, gentlemen. I appreciate your time. All right. All right, thank you, thank you. With that, we have two lines open: 303-477-5600. Let's go to Wayne. How you doing, Wayne? Fine. How are you? All right. Hey, uh, I'm a machinist. Okay, grew up that way from a kid, but. Uh, if that happens, somebody drills a hole in a metal gas can, uh, tank, uh-huh. or even in a plastic one. Now it may not be permanent, but it may be permanent. It just depends. But the easiest way to fix that is get you a dowel, hardwood dowel, okay, and cut it to size. You know, like they do in the Navy uh, submarines, and just <laughs> drive it in there uh-huh. with a little bit of JB weld. And then smear some over top of it, and uh, uh, that should cure it for you know quite a while, really. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you can get that Real simple uh, way of doing it, you know. Unless they drill to get ten or fifteen holes in there, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's not, not a bad idea. Yeah, at least get you by. Yeah, well, it's a quick way, and it works. It works. It's good temporarily for months or months or even years. It just depends, but it's got to be a hard wood. So. The gas don't soak through it. What about a gas tank? Have you ever welded on a gas tank? No, that's that's too dangerous. Isn't it? Well, I uh, got to tell you. You have to take the gas. You have to take the gas uh, tank off. Yeah. In the open, it has to be in the open, and then you have to fill it with water. Yeah, that's why we used to take uh, the radiator shops. That's, that's what I did. Well, I can tell yeah. you a story. My brother-in-law, um, he used to ride Harley's. And he used to ride with this motorcycle gang, but that doesn't matter. But uh, when I was about 14 years old, I was at their house, and he decided he had to fix a leak on one of his buddy's gas tanks. He filled it full of gas. Oh, really? And welded on that thing. He welded it with the gas. I, wa- I, ran, I was hiding behind the garage <laughs> door, and he welded on it, and he got it sealed. But he said it had yeah, to be, he couldn't have sometimes any fumes. Gas, sometimes gasoline will do that. Yeah, you know, uh, I wouldn't do it that way. He said, as long as he doesn't have any fumes, and the more fluid you have in there, the less fumes you have. Hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, that so, gas has a tendency to have that characteristic at times. He goes, "Why are you hiding around the building?" I said, "Because I was afraid you were gonna blow up, and <laughs> I didn't want to be around you." And he goes, "Well, I could put that fire out with this gas gasoline." I said, "You can't put ga- fire out with gasoline." Oh no! Oh, he did. He did. Huh? Yeah, he just drenched it and just yeah. covered it. Said, "Well, I usually put something over to smother it." Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what you should do. But he was just showing me how you can put fire out with gasoline, and he did. So now, uh, a few years ago, I was cutting on a propane tank, oh, hundred pound bottle. And I put I filled it full of water. Okay. That's a good idea. Water's a good idea. Uh huh. When I drilled the holes and then used a, a saber saw to to cut around it and cut it open so I didn't have any sparks. There you go. You can't have fumes and air in there. If it ignites, that's it. See yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. The water kind of seals it and pulls all the all the uh, fumes out, and uh, you know uh, it just works better that way. And, uh, that's all I've ever heard is. You gotta you gotta fill the tank with something that's 
won't uh, like water that won't uh, that'll that'll push all the all the fumes and all that out out of the tank or the container yep. before you can even weld it or you know drill it or anything because any little spark could cause that sure. a little heat all yep. it takes. All right, all right, Wayne. Thanks for so the. That's, that's my input. All right. Thank you. Appreciate this a, it. Nope. This is a scary road we're down here. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is. Here we go again. We got two lines open: three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. We got Dave from Monument calling in about a gas tank. Yeah, so I'll tell you a story that happened to me. I had a seventy one Javelin when I was younger, a lot younger, <laughs> and uh, and there was a, a plastic bladder in the in the tank, and so I'd fill gas, and and it would. Uh, seep into that tank over the next several hours and it'd be a gallon or two lower and so i took it to a to a friend of ours that owned a dealer and he took it to the shop and i had pulled the tank out and the guy goes oh we'll just drill holes into the tank into that bladder so it'll fill up and i said well how are you gonna you know fill those you know three eighth inch holes or half inch holes oh no big deal so he took two pennies, put them, cleaned it really well, um, put the pennies over the holes, and then he, he had a, a welding or a soldering iron, not electric, but one that he heated with a torch, put it on, a, on the penny and took the uh, uh, solder and soldered them up, and it was done, and that thing lasted forever. Really? So I sold the car, so yeah. Wow. So it wasn't welding on there. He just soldered these pennies on. He goes, that'll never come off. So I just thought I'd tell you that story. That is interesting. Well, that is interesting. I never thought well, about using probably, pennies. That was probably 45 years ago or so. <laughs> I'll, bet you, I'll, bet you, you know I'll bet you'd love to have that 71 Javelin back, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Those were uh, cool-looking cars. Yeah. Those were cool looking cars. Yeah. 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 It was a nice one. I had rebuilt the engine and balanced it and everything else. So it was a nice car when it was when I sold it. But but anyway, but yeah, that was uh what happened and that thing never had problems since. What? And you know, when I fill gas I just slow down right towards the end and that plastic bladder would uh you know, fill up with gas and everything would go well on it. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So, no welding, but soldering. That there you worked. go. That's that worked. Yeah. I'll, all right. We'll catch you later. Thanks, thank Dave. Thank and you. thank you for listening, too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. With that, we got three lines open, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. Um, hopefully, we don't got too many more scary stories about Yeah, this well, gas tank welding stuff. No. That's not a... Yeah. 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 Did I miss a break? Okay, let's go ahead and take a break right now, and you're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one. 
stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555 or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard to find part for an out of the ordinary car can be quite a time consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Arvada West Auto and Truck has been serving all of Western Arvada, Golden, and Wheat Ridge for more than 40 years, and they're proud to keep their customers' vehicles on the road. After starting out as a small gas station, they moved into their current building in 2004 at 11752 West 64th Avenue. Arvada West is a Napa Gold Shop, a designation only a few in the nation receive. And after 40 years of service, Arvada West Auto and Truck achieved the Napa Auto Care Shop of the Year, for the Rocky Mountain Division of Napa. They'd be thrilled to welcome you to their family. Stop by or call Arvada West Auto and Truck, 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. All right, you're listening to Drive Radio, and we're back. I just lost the... There we go. There we go, the TV. <laughs> the, yeah. All right, so we've been talking, you've been listening to Drive Radio, we've been talking about stolen cars and stolen gas, and we've been talking a lot about gas cans, or gas tanks. That gas been, tanks, lately, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> they poke holes in the bottom and get the gas out, and uh, yeah. I think on the metal ones, I would go ahead and replace the tank and not weld on it, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not comfortable with that. The plastic yeah. one, that was a good idea, so. Yeah, to, to put the dowel in there and that stuff, that's not yeah. a bad idea. Not a bad idea. So we have one hour left. You're listening to Drive Radio, and we're gonna. Uh, we do have three lines open, so you can still call in, and Larry will get your prompt up and everything. You'll be the, one of the first callers up when we get back. 303-477-5600. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.